Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> everyone to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. But today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from July the 8th, 1989. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Hopper. We are um, we're waiting on him. Doc, how are you? Bruh. You know how I've been saying for months and months and months that this Online school is some shit. You're about to depress me. Just so you know. I I know. So here's how bad it's gotten over here. I don't give a shit. Like every day I'm like, did we get the, Mrs. Doc comes on, did we get the assignments done? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you what this shit has led me to do. This is a shoot. Drink more White Claws and Mango Truly. You're in the ballpark. You're playing the right. You're playing a sport. It's just the wrong sport. <laughs> so I found myself recently drinking a whole. I mean, I drink. I love beer, and I got a little beer gut. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I ain't like, I ain't three hundred pounds or nothing. I ain't T Rex, but you know, I got a little beer gut on me. And I was like, man, I'm having to drink like seven, eight beers every night. Jeez. So, yeah, that's rough, you know. So I started, drunkard? I started, huh? You're, you're a drunkard, man. Yeah. So I started, I've started, uh, sipping a little whiskey along with my beers. So I get there just the same, you know, hold on. Let me get a little, little snort of some bourbon. Jesus Christ. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Uh, that's for that, that, sh- that little drink of whiskey was for all. The homeschooling parents out there, because this is some bull. Man, I ain't trying to get political. I don't give a shit. I need a jab in the arm so that we can get these kids back in school. I ain't lying. <laughs> I, I told you the other day, I, I, I at this point, if I was in the locker room with 1986 Hawk and Animal and Jose Canseco, I'd be like, load it up, pal. What's in it? You don't know? I don't care. Stick that shit in my ass cheek. Tell me it's the vaccine. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And That's when you're rough, done, I'm gonna go. And then when you're done, I'm gonna go to the subway and lick lick the seats. I don't care. I'm I, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Online and, and, school is rough, man. 
And let me tell you, man, this shit's stunting their growth for years. Because last night, Latrell, you know what Latrell told me? And this is a shoot. I said something to him at bedtime, and he looked at me and goes, yeah, I don't guess I have any friends anymore. (laughs) And I don't really care. (laughs) And I was like, that's weird and depressing and somewhat liberating that he's got, but he shouldn't be figuring that out at eight years old. So I went, I put him to bed and I went back out there to have a drink of whiskey. Cause what the fuck am I going to do about it? <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm not going to go to stunting and, growth uh, statement. You know what else? Every, every, every week. I'm getting really tested on my theory that some football is better than no football. I, I just need something good to happen, right? <laughs> well, the virus did me a favor this week. You're listening to it the week after, but the virus did me a favor this week and postponed and hopefully canceled Bama versus LSU because Bama was going to drop 90 on LSU in the first half. Those things where they don't, they don't give a shit either. Like they ain't going to pull on, put on the brakes either. (laughs) (laughs) So I was happy, but uh, your kid, they're not, he's not losing a year. Don't let a social construct make you feel like a stunning growth for a year. No, but here's another, here's another shoot. This is everybody's time to get their giggles at doc. So I'm going to shoot. Shoot doctor. And yesterday we had two runs at a third grade math quiz. And the best I could dig out of it was a 90. You used to make fun of me when I used to say I was helping the kids with math homework. That's nice. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. But mine's all in Spanish. No excuses. You're a doctor. Figure it out. That's You're supposed to be up. smart. Hey, I got Google Translate. That shit don't translate right. <laughs> I told you. It doesn't translate. It's, it doesn't think, translate word the, for word. I think the people down at Google Translate are drinking the same whiskey I'm drinking every day. I, that's all I'm saying. Where's the superstar? I don't know. Let me take care of some business while we're waiting. Well, on. hold so on. First, before you do that, before you get into the business, I have a big, I have a big announcement on something I think you're going to announce. Okay. So you were, I, I heard you, you were telling me that um, by the time this airs, you're going to have done a, a live stream with the JV squad. Is that correct? That's the plan if the software cooperates. We're having severe technical issues over here at BTT Corporate Headquarters, but proceed. Well, you know, that's for the patrons. So if you're on the fence, like, should I become a patron or not? I might, if I can clear up my schedule, I might do a run-in on that thing. Okay. I I don't I can't promise anything, man. It's it's crazy, you know. It's it's everything's crazy, and I'm a busy man. But I might I might just do a run-in and show those boys how it's done. Hmm. What do you think about that? I think I want to thank our largest patron contributors monthly. Disrespectfully, Classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you very much for your support of the show. And I want to shout out some new patrons and uh, 
some patrons who are just come aboard and uh, first one shout out to new B- btt patreon hall of famer jeremy priest thank you jeremy he uh, is uh, very much looking forward to digging into all of those patreon shows shout out to travis anderson he's also a new btt patreon member and new hall of famer thank you travis and chris s new patreon member chris i didn't want to try to butcher your name so i apologize uh, so Chris S, thank you for becoming a Patreon member. And I just got a text that the superstar is on. So that that worked out well. Didn't hey, it, look at that. Uh, so let's yeah. bring on dial him, dial him on in. Thank you. What the hell was that? Hey, hey, up, man. What y'all doing? We're already recording and we've been waiting on you. We've been getting the business out of the way so that you could hit the ground running and just lay down the, the, the goodness on the people. Yeah. Did you wish Mike a happy birthday this week? Happy birthday, Michael. It's his birthday week. How old are you now? A he's, a seven, he's 173. Were you 46? Uh, almost. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting old. Very. Um, so here's the thing. I want everybody to send Mike their best wishes and happy birthday uh, thoughts to Mike five hundred four Saints. He'll appreciate re- reading all of your uh, correspondence. Yeah, I won't. I won't see it. I've why very. I mean, I've been on Twitter and Facebook, but it's been very little. Is that because you switched over to Parlor? I saw something about that. My wife said something about it. She asked me what it was. I have no clue what it is. And to be honest, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm maxed out right now <laughs> where i'm Dude, at fuck that bro i, I don't but that's like my girlfriend's guy uh my girlfriend's like you should get reddit 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 i had it for like 30 seconds i'm like this is just something else <laughs> it, it's the same thing man it's just packaged differently it's something else made me look at my phone and delete and listen fuck to a bunch of jack a bunch of jackasses that think they know how the world's supposed to work Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Hopper. Ugh. I don't. I don't want to get into the topic, but I just have you been able to get some sleep this week after last week? Yeah, I got some sleep. That's great. <laughs> that 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 audio, there it wasn't recorded, so it's not like I want to release it or I could release it. But the pre-show audio previous week was beautiful, and we're just happy Hopper got some sleep. <laughs> we've been we've been been watching. The Office, and or on the last season, which is fucking horrible. Oh, God. I never watched that show because I work in an office, and yeah, I it's, it's funny. Well, see, I watched one episode with some people, and I'm like, I live this shit every day. <laughs> Why do I want to watch this? Doc couldn't, <laughs> Harper. I, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen a few. My 15-year-old my loves it. He binge-watches it. Like, he's seen every episode probably 10 times. But anyway, I I, I, I see the episodes that I've seen. Doc is 100% right. We live that. Uh, they so fucking, that's my, go ahead. That's like my dad used to say, never be a fucking cubicle dweller. Don't be a cubicle <laughs> dweller. Don't be one of those people. And you took his advice. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, 
now we just sit at home in our jammies all day and punch on the keyboards. Yeah, no. Uh... Do you use your camera sometimes, Doc? Do I use my camera? Like for, for calls? Uh, I do. I do. Okay. I'm on a docking station, so I don't have an external camera, so I can't. I can't. That's why I don't. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah I, I can. And, you know, it's all right. I just go put on a shirt, oh, oh, like a little polo real quick. So I'm running around in a polo and shorts. Well, I mean, I'm hoping you, you wouldn't be standing there helicoptering that thing for everybody to see. I mean. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Wearing a wearing a Emmett Smith jersey. Yeah, I think I, I I think I've worn long pants like four times in the last nine months. Yeah, fuck that dude. Fuck jeans. <laughs> what? Wait, wait a minute. Why are we fucking jeans? They're all right. I hate jeans because it means it's fucking it's it's gotta be cool for me to wear fucking jeans. Like cold, cold. Fuck so, that. You got to realize, Doc, you're dealing with an environment, like uh, uh, an environment. It's, yeah, it's, it's the swamp. It's, I get it. Well, it's not just that. It, I mean, you get cold spells in New Orleans, but freezing temperatures are actually kind of rare. Okay, yeah. I don't time. give a shit about your weather report for New Orleans. What I care about is Harper. So, how many pairs of jeans do you own? Um, three. Okay. Um, how many pairs of shorts do you own? Like fucking 10. Okay. And so of the 10, what's the breakdown of these shorts? Are, uh, and what I, what I mean is like gym shorts. Versus... Oh, God. Gym shorts. I got a million pair. Okay. So you were just talking about when you said 10, you meant your nice shorts. Yeah. Like the cargo shorts. Okay. And of course, it got a fucking hierarchy. <laughs> well, yeah. Because I got some of them where the button's broken off and I just pull the belt all the fucking way. And I got one of them. And that's with, like if you're going to go hang out and watch some football at your buddy's house. Right. But then you got another pair that you're going to wear if you go to the bar and you're like, I might actually meet it broad, so I'll wear these. And then I got one pair with a zipper's broken and just like, I, I don't give a fuck. You could, do, you could just do chores around the house and wear those. No, I wear those fucking anywhere. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> They're like, they're like, yeah, man, your fucking zipper's down. I don't give a fuck. It's broken. Fuck off. <laughs> you got about 10 pairs of cargos, right? Yeah. Mike, how many pairs of cargo shorts do you have? Not 10, but, I mean, up or over five. I have two. Two? So what do you wear? I wear those two, and then I wash them. Because I have a washing machine in my house. I mean, so what and do you I got, like, And wear? I have shit. And here's the thing. I have children, which means there's always a load of laundry that you can do at any time. And I can just throw my shit in there when I need to. So I'd rather spend two cents on an extra little bit of detergent than the money on the cargo shorts. You see, I got the the opposite fucking mentality. Like, I don't wash socks. I get to a point where I'm like, fuck this shit. I, I go buy the big pack from, like, Academy. Just just, just buy more socks. Just buy more socks. Yeah, Mikey, fuck Mikey. that. Are you going to wash your socks over there? I, I I wash my socks all the time, so yes. Yeah, once a week, man. So, gym shorts. You got a, How many gym shorts are we talking about here? Oh, God. I don't know. 15 pairs? Okay, I'm running about five. Oh, yeah, God. I, I, I got about five or six of those, too. I mean, I got one that I run in every... I run and work out in those all week. 
And then I wear the other three or four just a couple days each and then wash them. And I, I got a, I got a washing machine. I'm not afraid. Doc is 10 minutes from being blown up. I'm just let y'all know that right I, now. I I'm, really, I, I'm not. Stuff. I'm feeling refreshed today. Third mm. grade math got me, got me hype. <laughs> so, so no. So do you have any like old man shorts that you wear? Like pleated shorts that don't have like the cargo. No, 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 no. I see those. They're always on clearance. I'm like, no, no, fuck that. Okay. No. Okay. And and the last thing I want to ask in Harper's fashion sense, because we're you know, what Mike is showing us right now is Ric Flair and his Michaels from Kansas City suit. Um, when we're talking about this bag of socks that you bought, are we are we uh full crew are we all the way up are we down three quarters of the ankle are we no show no, i i get crew because sometimes <laughs> it, it fucking it, it it fucking rubs on the back of my fucking ankle if i go to the gym and then it, it fucking pisses me off so i guess the crew so i do get a pack of your socks you're rolling mid-calf on those socks that's what you're saying yeah it's and i get a pack of uh like full size socks every now and then because if if I gotta wear jeans, I wear my boots with my jeans. I don't wear tennis shoes with fucking jeans. I'm not fucking twelve, so I wear my boots with my jeans. And so I gotta wear like like fucking real socks with the boots. Well, so. I I gotta say, Mike, I think we've done ourselves a nice little public service announcement for uh, how to dress from Harper. That's right. Dude, I've seen Hopper in the cargoes with the crew socks on. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a sight, let me tell y'all. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. No I don't care. Socks. I mean, that's what he does. I, 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 gotta I don't you, wear. I'm, I'm rolling with the no-show socks. See, I can't. It, it, those are, those are, bruh, they always rub against my ankle. I don't know if it's because I got a size 13 foot, so the sock isn't fucking long, big enough or what. But it, it's, fuck that. I can't wear that. It always rubs against my ankle, my shoe. All right. We'll send to Mike at 504 Saints out there, the army. Send Mike what kind of socks and shorts you're wearing this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you say so. All right. Real quick before we get into Saturday night this week. Next week is the Thanksgiving edition of BTT. What that means is the show will drop or debut on Wednesday night instead of Thursday night. So it's going to drop on Wednesday, November the 25th. Uh, remember, the reason we drop it on Wednesday night is because we have an annual tradition that was started four years ago or so. We replay the How to Give Thanks BTT style at your family's nice. Thanksgiving dinner. Or whatever you want to call it. Dinner, lunch, I don't know. But whenever you eat. And it is how to bless the meal and all that good stuff. And I don't know, Doc. It became a tradition many years ago. And the people have loved it and enjoy the yearly replay of that six or seven minutes of gold. Where you, um, we have a lot of fun on that segment. Let me just put it like that. It was a nice little segment. So any, any thoughts on that replaying next week, Doc? It's a tradition Whatever. like no other. You I mean, care. Thanksgiving comes every year. I got to watch my team get their ass whipped. And I got to try to navigate outdoor Thanksgiving because we have in our small family group three elderly motherfuckers that we got to try to keep away out of the germs. 
So we're we're gonna be doing Thanksgiving outside. That's nice. Yeah. So, so so just again, can I get Jake the Snake and Jose Canseco to jab me with the ass with a a, a needle and tell me it's the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> he's, so t- he's so tired of online school. He is so ready to kick Latrell in the ass and send him back to school. <laughs> well, there's pain. supposedly one of a cure is coming. Soon, it's huh? coming, dog. But we don't. We don't. I, I'm telling you this. I promise you this, bro. We're we not gonna not... have that shot for another six to Fucking eight year. months. It's we ain't gonna get that shot no times. The three of us, we don't for have healthy, no health yeah, issues. For healthy young bucks like the three of us, it's probably best case scenario to think that it's April or May. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't give a shit if it's hybrid learning or in-person learning or online learning. These damn teachers don't make enough money for dealing with these little shitheads. Oh, yeah, fuck that, bro. They're online doing this shit. I don't want to hear them. No, no, Dude. no. I hear. I overhear. Oh, do you? And I'm bro. telling you. <laughs> the trail may be bad around the house but he keeps his mouth shut with the teachers but not all these little shitheads do these teachers do not make enough money with the zoom thing yes really mrs doc is a teacher mrs doc has been teaching her kids online since the beginning of school but back when it was 100 percent virtual she had the special kids at their house and one of the little special girls forgot where she was and decided to change her shirt while oh, on the no. Zoom call. Oh no. And so now my wife as a te- as a teacher has to figure out how to work Zoom in a flash to turn her camera off for her so that all the other little special kids don't get the special time of their life. How old was this little girl? Well, it's high school. Oh, what? Yeah. Fuck. So I'm just saying Ugh. we need Jake the Snake and Jose Canseco and whoever else can start transmitting this shot and we need to all get back to real life. Yeah, really, man. Let's... And then we can have X rated and y'all can all meet Mike. Yeah. Y'all can find out what skin tone. You know, I was coming to X-Rated this year, and then it got canceled. So Mike was I. Had, Mike had finally convinced me to come down. He said, man, just come down. It don't matter, man. Just It's it's cool, man. Everybody be cool. And I was like, all right, I'll come down. And then this happened. Now I can't. You can be half right. If y'all believe that, I got some cheap <laughs> swamp land for sale in Louisiana. And on that note, how about we talk some Saturday night, Doc? I'm ready, bruh. I don't. I have timestamps, and I don't know how we're going to work that. But this is the last episode on the network for a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know how. Fuck. I don't know how we're going to work the timestamps either for you, Doc. Because I mean, they're going to be different than what's on the the. I only have. I I only have two, and we'll figure it out. It ain't that big a deal. We ain't that stupid. Oh, okay. Well, you are, but not me. Uh, What you about to Uh, say, Harper? You talking about what the what the what the f? What is it? Like why? Why aren't they on the network? Yeah. Because they they've like... been too busy putting ads at the beginning of everything instead of just <laughs> uploading content. Oh, my God, dude. I can't stand. 
I know Charlotte Flair wears tap out, bro. I don't fucking give a fuck. Oh, God. And the thing is, why are you fucking advertising shit that's already on there? Uh, because we are trying to maximize revenue generation uh, on our gener- on our digital platform. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, how about we get into this thing? So the show opens up. We see a short clip of Flair saying he's going to continue wrestling and that he would like to wrestle Funk. Uh, with the NWA World title on the line. And then we don't go to center stage. We're at the Cobb County Convention Center in Marietta, mm-hmm. Georgia. And this was go. taped. Yeah, so we're, we're out of center stage. This was taped July 6th of 1989, so two days before this aired. Um, I think next week we're also is also going to have matches from this building. Can't quite remember, but I think so. JR tells us all the matches that we will see this week. Uh, he tells them what they'll be. We'll get to that later. And then JR throws us to a replay of Sullivan tearing up Robin Green's flowers again. Uh, we've seen that a few times. I think it's the third time we've seen it, and we finally go to the ring. Doc, anything from the opening? I was going to say this later. Uh, I I like this building. I thought when you when they cut away and you could see the overhangs and the windows and things, I thought this was a really neat building to shoot in. It made me feel like the old days of wrestling. Um, I think it holds about 2,500. That's a perfect building for territory wrestling, 2,500 but, people. Yeah, the, that's perfect. It's perfect. And if when they do, I mean, just watching them, look at the, off to the right. You can see outside a little bit. It just... It, it doesn't look like every other building on the circuit. So I, I really enjoyed this episode because from time to time you could see things around the building and it looked different. It looked unique. Oh my God. Fuck what I Her said. Shit. Look at that. Uh, Is she still listening to the show? God damn it. Uh, she passed by. You could see how big those God almighty. God damn. She dinner. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's your uh, windows and there's your boobs. That, oh. Fuck man. the Steiners, man. Put the put 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 the camera on freaking Missy. Who knew that ten years later she'd be running her own all new wrestling Dixon site? Look at her different colored shoes. What the hell is that about? Maybe she just wears shoes and doesn't just throws them out when they're done. Like you throw out socks. I don't know. Yeah. Remember when she set up that website and it was her and like Sonny and all them and they were just straight up porn? Yeah, I remember that. What? That was pretty good. Yeah. You remember that? No. Bruh. It was like in 99 or something. It was like early. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was recently. I was like, what? Oh, no. Well, she's in jail again, huh? Who? Sonny. For what? Is she in jail, Mike? Did I she, she cut out. Oh, did she? No, I, I thought she was in jail. Hopper, I'm sending you something. The only reason I'm doing it through. Oh, is, my uh, God. What? Yeah. I want you to send that pic to Doc because that's from the last world-class show that uh, it came to you on Facebook Messenger. I, I sent it there because it's on my computer and not on my phone. Um, you, don't want, you don't want to be in jail right now, man. That's where you catch the virus, bro. Okay. Um. What did you say? Oh she my God, to Hopper! 
Dude, the that's Steiners. a hell of a move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Steiners are flinging these. Go <laughs> run back because that was my time stamp. Okay. So run it go. back to that move. Just so y'all know, it... we're, we're talking about the Steiner brothers. They're up against Mark Smith and John Brewer. And Missy's got my mind all messed up. I ain't going to yeah. lie. Is that spot right there, Hopper? Or is it another yeah. one that's coming? Yeah, that one. Yeah. That's they're, something, man. They're laying it in, man. They are. They're hitting that punch. That's a hell of a just right hand grabbing by the head and then this fucking off the ropes with the suplex. Come on. Yeah, the Steiner. Let me tell you, man, the Steiners mean business during this time. They mean business. I mean, look at this. Oh, <laughs> that's a hell of a move. So I'm just telling you, they're getting ready to start getting some opponents that they can deal on and that will deal back. Okay, so Harper sent you that picture just now, Doc. You need to look at that. Well, she got arrested again this year. We're talking about starting. Missy, not not Sonny. Okay. Hold look on. at your text message. That is Missy I'm Hyatt looking. from no November 23rd, 1985, World Class. That is the World Class show that Lance and I Wait. just did. 85? Yeah, November 30th of 85. 23rd, actually. How you like that? I like, like what I, see on, I actually like what I see on the screen in 89 better. Okay. But, you know. Well, there she is again. Okay. While these two are uh, drooling yeah, over the Missy. She looks better here. She looks better in 89. Mm-hmm. Well, I was talking about that picture where it looks like she is, the girls are, what? you know, just It looks like her out. what? Her what? The girls, the girls are hanging out. The girls? What are you, 12? Okay. I'm you... trying to be polite. You know, I mean, Missy might listen to this, and I'm not trying to sit there and, you know, Missy, go off on you Missy. Are, you are full-on bodacious, and we want to celebrate that. And as soon as we can all get the jab in the arm, we're going to hook you up with Hard Body Harper, and he's going to teach you everything you need to know. That's nice. <laughs> so, Missy, as we talk, as we were talking about, she's leading the Steiners to the ring. Missy has on a skin-type black outfit that Harper wants so bad. To circle, well, she circle, is hot, though. All seriousness, my God. <laughs> okay. I, think, I, think like, she... I, I haven't felt like we were joking around about that. No, guy. but it, it, fucking remember, like, back then, you're like, oh, man, Kelly Bundy's so hot. Bro, she blows Kelly Bundy out the fucking floor. damn. Oh, we got some controversy here. Say that again, Hopper, because Doc talked off over you. What did you say? Because I remember at, at this time, Kelly Bundy, because uh, Christina fucking Applegate was like, was like the hot chick. Man, she mm-hmm. blows her out the fucking water, bro. This is about 25 right there. Mm-hmm. 25 and all the way live. There you go. So, like I said, Hopper wants some circle, circle, dot, dot. Um, Kevin Sullivan. He's the only one. Kevin Sullivan joins JR on commentary to pump up the show tonight. They're supposed to be in Boston on the night that uh, this is airing. The Steiner brothers, I mean, we've said it. They are badass in this match, man. They are beating the piss out of these guys. Big, look at that close yeah. line. Big, like, big power me. moves. Yeah, he's like, get me out of here. I want no more of this. I mean, they really, really, really do beat the crap out of these guys. I mean, the close lines, the belly, the overhead belly, the bellies, It's it's pretty damn incredible how bad they beat these dudes um i don't know doc you got anything else they they pummel these here's there's the finisher from scott they pummel these guys what you got anything else we saw the frankensteiner we saw the you know the the version of it we saw the finishing move 
in between, they beat the piss out of these guys. Again, once again, we talk about all the pieces being there. Here's a here's a tag team that you could put a rocket ship on that the people would get behind. I mean, they're not jobbing them out or anything. Damn, he landed on his head coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Say, that every could be time why he, he stopped doing that. <laughs> I, I would. I think that's why he stopped doing it. Every He's time like the Steiner, Steiner recliner is a whole lot easier. <laughs> That's a that's a rough move, man, to backflip like that and I don't know, man, that's a rough move. All right. So, so so the point the point is, once again, for all the goofy shit, this is a very new tag team that's together. Yeah, it's the style, but I mean if I'm thinking about cost cutting, it's like, well, these guys could be my new road warriors. Well, you don't well, know their. You don't know the the, the next quote unquote program they're going to be in, right? I I'm just sort of feeling my way through this. Okay, I'm it's not a, a wrestling bad, historian. I'm just a fan. Yeah, it's a really. Bad, it's a bad. No, I mean Hopper's going to remember it when he sees it. But um, they're about to be in a in a feud with Doom, a badass tag team, and we'll leave it at that. No spoilers. Hey, I got All a right. question. Harper, did you go over to NXT UK and watch that Walter match? No. You should. All right. Yeah, you really should, Harper. I mean. And, and Cornette talked about it on his show. And so, I i mean, I don't watch this shit. So I was like, well, I'll go watch it. I mean, he put it over. And so I don't watch the, the, the current product, but why not? And, man, I went over there to that, that show. And this big bastard walks out that's got a presence and he's a mean son of a bitch. And he's beating up on some Russian dude that looks like a full version of Drake Maverick, Rockstar Spud. And these two guys beat the living shit out of each other for about 30 minutes. And I mean, beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, I mean, no fl- it, no might flips be, and dives. it might be the closest thing you're going to get to a Ric Flair Ron Garvin match. Ever. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's good, Hopper. They don't, they it ain't nothing fancy. They just beat the piss out of each other, and they're All slapping right. each, they're slapping the piss out of each other. I, I'm not into like five star bull crap, and I uh, know. Here's the thing: I watched a match from 2020 that was 30 minutes long, and I was like. Damn, that was really good. That's, That's all I good. you know. Yeah. The only the only thing I'll the only thing I'll say about it uh is like when you you're gonna go into it watching it cold so you don't know any storyline behind it. That's to me what would make it better because it's there's like to me I didn't I don't know the story behind these two guys. I don't know any of that. But I will tell you just watching it on the surface, they beat the hell out of each other. Now I'm I can't really say and anything and it else. Looked, it looked like they didn't like each other. It looked like they enjoyed hurting each other. That's it good. was, it was for the title. I, I I don't need much more than that if you do it right. Well, what I was referring to was like with Tully and Magnum when they had the I Quit match that had that build up and the hatred was there, so we knew the storyline. So when they got in the ring and just beat on each other and and during the I Quit match, we were like, "Holy crap, this is great!" But we had a story that led to it. With this, you're going into it cold, but. The, the chops, the, the damn chops, they just beat the piss out of each other. That's what I liked about it. And again, 
It's because I didn't see 20 million flips and super kicks and all this other bull crap we see nowadays. Yeah. You, you, you'll like it, Harbor. Watch it when you get all some right. time. All right, let's keep going. We got the Steiner brothers here. They're going to cut a promo uh, with uh, <laughs> Missy's out there with them, and she's um, she's popping. She can't contain herself, so listen up and watch. Here it is. First family, Missy Hyatt and the Steiner brothers, we're only hours away from the Boston Garden. We showed the tape of Kevin Sullivan tearing up your friend's uh, flowers. I know that upset you, and it really upset her. I can't wait to get Kevin Sullivan in Boston, Massachusetts. I kick his butt. Right, Scotty? Jim Ross. He had a date the other night. He didn't tell you about. You had a, you had a date the other night. Where'd you go? I did not have a date. You had a date. Asked him where he went. Where did you go on your date? I was in the park and I played pig. I don't understand. I don't understand that game. How do you play that? What pig? Yeah. Well, you shoot basketballs and that girl come up and she started playing basketball with me. I kicked her butt though. I beat her 21 to nothing. Well, you took a girlfriend on a date to play pig. You gotta talk to him, Scotty. Real hey, that's talk. That's a fun time. You should go with me and play pig sometime. We have fun. I'll do that. And uh, <laughs> Captain Mike Rotunda and, uh, and Kevin Sullivan, in more serious note, there's a war going on between you four guys. Well, I'll tell you what. Hey, I'm serious. Ricky's got a match in Boston. It's Kevin Sullivan. And don't forget, Kevin Sullivan, I'm gonna be there too. Watch out, Mike Rotondo. And Kevin Sullivan ain't from Boston either. He tells everybody's from Boston. He's a fat little toad. He's from nowhere. All right, fans, there you're here from the Steiners. Thanks for Missy Hyde being here and the first family. Fans, don't forget, here is the A&W, Cream Soda, Tag Team, Keyless Lambs, and then we'll be back. All right, uh, Missy's popping. She's laughing. She can't stop laughing at Rick Steiner. Doc, what would you have from that? It's always weird that it feels weird timing that Scott can't wait to just hijack everything by get by kneecapping his brother like they can't even get the matches talked about before he's like hey jr he fingered her butt the other night yeah <laughs> it's like they're real brothers <laughs> you know like, like that's something that that your brother would say hey ask about fingering that chick in his fucking car last night in front of the house <laughs> <laughs> Hey Wait, JR, he, I... let, he let me watch. <laughs> and, and and when and when Harper says it's like they're real brothers, he realizes they're real brothers. What he's saying yeah. is, what he's what he means is, you can tell they're real brothers because that's how real brothers would act right. when they're talking. And that that is what makes it funny. I can't. That you're you're spot on. Harper, do you and your brother act that way? No. Uh oh. I, I mean, my brothers. 15 years older than me almost 14 so so did he used to pick on you no it's just by the time i was like five or six years old he was going to southeastern he was in college and shit so so how often do you talk to your brother now uh now i don't know i mean if he calls me, it's for a reason. <laughs> it's I don't not know what just else. a. I mean, fuck. It ain't just a BS. He called. Me for yeah. A reason. Uh. All right. Well, <laughs> Christopher, I talked to mom the other day. She said you let the house go to shit. You need to get. <laughs> you need to get on that. All right. All right, Doc. So last week you said something about this week's episode where you were like, I know Ricky Steamboat's going to cut a promo in this 
episode because I've been looking at that thumbnail for four years now. He has to do it. Yes, he has to do it. And I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. It's not bad. No, we're listening to it. Here it is. Here's JR. He's going to throw it to Steamboat. He's got something to say. Honestly, this is almost this is about as fired up as you're going to see here mm-hmm. uh, in a promo. Here it is. Inside, we're going to see Flying Brian in action in just a moment. But right now, let's hear from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He's got a demand of the U.S. champion Lex Luger. And this is a bane that you've never seen the contender for the U.S. championship in. Let's go now to these comments from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Wrestling fans here on Superstation TBS, we finally caught off with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, one of the busiest men in the NWA. And a lot of fans are aware that on July 23rd in Baltimore, the Dragon will attempt to defeat Lex Luger and become the new United States Heavyweight Champion. But Dragon, I understand that you've got a a special request to make involving this match. You know something, right now, Jim, I'd like to thank all the wrestling fans. I know they've been sending cards and letters in and asking where the Dragon's been on the Superstation. I've had a lot of commitments that I've made in the past and further commitments down the road in which I've been doing a lot of traveling and helping out a lot of folks. But right now, I would like for that United States heavyweight champion, the one that they call the total package, the one they call Lex Luger, I'd like for you to stand up and take notice and make a commitment to me. I'd like for you to sign your name on the line in which we've got that one stipulation, Lex, the one stipulation of no disqualification, anything and everything goes. Let's settle our differences in Baltimore. Let's show everybody that you're a man. Show everybody the kind of a cheap shot artist that you've developed. Your ego has gone a mile wide. You think that your head is swelled up as big as your shoulders. You think that you can walk over anybody at any one time since you're the United States heavyweight champion, that you can dictate what goes on in the wrestling world will sign your name on the dotted line let's bring that match to baltimore make it a no disqualification which you can waive all the rules do anything you want to do let's bring that chair into the ring let's make it legal let's certify it put your name on the dotted line and show the fans what kind of a real man that you are if you are that total package Lex Luger, from the time that I started in wrestling, I've never, ever had anybody blindside me and take me down the way you did. Things are about to change. The dragon is breathing fire. All right. Uh, he was fired up. Doc, Where did, Where's that been? Yeah, that's his best promo ever. I mean, that's his best since Saturday night. That we watch. Man, that was great. I like hearing him fired up. You know, I, I kept saying during the feud with him and Flair, like, we're not here for the Steamboat promos. <laughs> but, damn, if he'd have cut one like that during the feud with Flair, I mean, that for feud real? was great as is. I mean, it, it didn't – let me say this. He didn't need to do that in a feud with Flair. But, I mean, we it was great, but – Damn, that was impressive. Harper, well, and, my, and here's my thing. He just said, I mean, we went from I'm with the family unit to let's throw out the rules and beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, that family, God, I don't want to rehash it. That whole family man thing, good Lord. What was that? Uh, we need Silva here for this, but there was a Hall & Oates song, Family Man. We need silver, huh? Came out to the ring in a fucking station wagon. 
<laughs> the Griswolds. Yeah, that had the fucking baby on board sign in a back window. <laughs> My kids are on the honor roll at Shithead Elementary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great pro. That was, I mean, no, see, great. And, that was a solid promo from Steamboat right there. On, and, him fire, and him fired up saying things that are uncharacteristic of him. That makes me want to see him get a hold of Luger. Now, he should have said, I'm tired of the NWA jobbing me out. Where's my rematch? But we'll forgive that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hopper, do you have anything else? No. Just the cruel connection guy. Can I me? I don't know. If like he's got the same body as like Pat Sajak. I can just, it's just, he's just some guy. Man, this came on. Latrell was in the room. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, what's that green guy? <laughs> and I go, well, he's in a tag team. He goes, you mean there's more than one of them? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he goes, that guy looks awful. In the next match, they're talking about Brian Pillman, who defeats Cruel Connection. They say it's number one. Uh, not, that, not that it's easy to tell them apart, but that is Cruel Connection number one. And yeah, uh, 80% of the match, JR is talking about upcoming house shows, just where the NWA is going to be, which is good. I mean, you want to plug in that stuff because God knows they had a thousand people in the Silverdome. So yeah, keep plugging it, JR. Hopefully people I are listening. I still can't get over that. I just don't. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> Hopper, Hopper was like, there, son of there... a bitch. <laughs> I just don't understand why you don't learn from your mistakes when it I really just, hurts you that bad financially i just think that the three of us could promote a show out of state and get more people there than that I, well I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't like just ran the show like in a you know like something like a poncha train center size building instead of fucking okay, the goddamn okay. smoothie king center well so let's let's talk. Talk. let me let's let me say one this. thing let me say one thing because uh, Brent CMU Brent on Twitter, who who is uh, from Detroit, he told me like remember we said they were in Saginaw the night before. That building is exactly what Hopper was talking about. So they like they literally did that the night before, and then they went to the Silver Dome where they could and you know they, even and in they the got humbled they got right. humbled as if the Sheik was involved. So I just, <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Like they actually did that. It was either the night before or two nights before. I can't remember exactly. But they went, they were in Saginaw at like the Civic Center. And then they go to, you know, let's say they, even if it was the basketball configuration, 22,000 people, they got humbled when they went to Detroit and, you know, is there, eight, is there a point people, at some point where they just go, there's not enough people here to run a show? Or would they have run the Superdome show with three people there? Oh, they would have ran that because that was a clash, especially. They weren't, yeah. I mean, that 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 place could have had and it's ran out. Yeah, it would have I mean it could they could have had a hundred people in there which would have looked like five. Um and they would have ran it. I mean you you know, in, in a way, and this sounds really stupid, but I'm gonna say it, they actually like did okay like they made a good decision by paper in that thing. The Superdome clash is what I'm talking about, and giving away all those tickets. So that they could get, you know, almost 5,000 people in there. Like, thank God they were smart enough to at least do that. 
because otherwise they sold what 900 or a thousand for a clash that would have been a true disaster it was already a disaster money-wise what i'm saying is you know five thousand in the superdome is not a lot but uh 900 to a thousand is much worse because the yeah. thing about the superdome configuration is like the superdome when they configure it for basketball or they configure it for uh wrestling or something like that i mean unless it's a wwe and like wrestlemania is different they'll put it in the center of the field or where the field would be but in any like normal events they do have an arena football basketball type configuration that they would that they'll put um the 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 ring in and there's there there used to be at least pull out stands. Hopper knows exactly what I'm talking about, where they would have it actually sectioned off. Now they wouldn't hang a banner or anything or or curtains right, to make it look smaller. For the, for the jazz. Yeah. They played in a superdome. But there there was actually a wrestling configuration where, you know, they probably weren't trying to sell to get sixty thousand. They knew they can get twenty, but no, that didn't happen. But my point, my whole point to all this is at least they actually for the Superdome gave away tickets. They just said screw it in Pontiac and were like, Yeah, well, so, you know, screw it. Eight hundred, nine hundred people here. But in Cobb County they got their people there. Well, they in Cobb County, they're in Georgia. That's right. And this only fits I mean, like you said, twenty five hundred people. So sometimes it's good to know what el- what floor to get off of on the elevator. Come on, bro. It's just yeah. <laughs> well, so we missed Pillman. Pillman debuted against the the Lime Frog. No, he wrestled before. We've seen him before. Yeah, yeah. Have we? I think yeah. so. Yeah, he he wrestled before. He had a he had a match. Oh, but oh. go ahead. He looked good. No, Don't he's... get me wrong. Yeah. What if he? What if he? This early on had just been like, I'm gonna do the only thing I can do is just whip out my Johnson and piss in this place. And that was the know, shit when he did that in ECW. Pillman, I love seeing Pillman at this stage because he's so different than what he ends up being. Oh yes. yeah! Oh yeah! He looks like he looks like the singer in some shithead third wave hair metal band right now look Fucking at that white lion yes <laughs> but what when he the really children cry remember that shitty ass fucking song i was at a i was at a music <laughs> festival in jackson mississippi oh god in Ugh. the early 2000s did you lose a bet no, I was with, <laughs> with some people. I was actually backstage with some folks. And so I was getting to, like, eat some southern ribs and free booze. But why, the singer for White Lion was playing that day. Oh, God. And he was at the table next to us. And he was looking at some metal magazine in 2000. It was high hilarious. Now, I'm going to tell you who I think he looks like. Go back to that where he's jumping off the the ropes. Bro, I can't. Okay. So you do whatever you need to do. I'm going to say he looks like... Have you ever looked at Bobby Blitz? Bobby Blitz. He's the singer for that metal band Overkill. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. He does look like him. He's got that... He's got the hair. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard Overkill before? 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's know, the first uh, of the Dvorsky month. Has... Wake up. Oh, God. Javorski's probably cranking off to it right now as you said it. You know, you know I... when you said overkill, Javorski, he literally, when you said that, he was like, oh, God. Oh, God. He unzipped the pants and started, like, cranking because he heard you say that. And then he was listening to Hopper talk about it, and he was cranking even faster. Hey, here's the thing, Army. I like a lot of different things in life, and I'm just trying to let you know that we don't just like wrestling. If you like Overkill, that's great. If you're out there and you're like Mike and you're, you're you know, a little bit darker persuasion, hey, I got you covered too. <laughs> you know, we'll get you ice, we'll get you ice cubes, platinum plan, you'll be fine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other thoughts on Pillman, Hopper? No, that guy, that guy had a really great career and I really wish it had stayed healthy and stayed alive. Cause you talk about like that mind for the business and him, you know, just probing and let's do some, let's do some shit. He wanted to get, he sold the till story. He wanted to get naked at the Super Bowl. He worked the workers. If he wouldn't have got hurt, man, God knows how, how fucking far he would have went. Pillman was a freaking star, and yeah. that's why I say it's a tr- it's a treat when you watch him in '89, because you like we have the 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 benefit of knowing what he became later on in the money. But I Wars. think about that. I think about that in '89, looking at Scott Steiner too. Yeah, I know, huh? I do the same thing. Like you, you, you know what these guys become. So when you go back and watch them from the beginning, it's just really. It's just kind of cool. It's it's really cool, and I don't know. I just it's it's good to watch him. But on that note, what was he a... before this? Who oh, we talked? Pillman. Uh, Pillman was he like in the territory? Was he just doing like indie wrestling or or uh, linebacker for his college and then at the Bengals? Yeah. So here's what you do: you DM Stephen Javorski. I'm not no. He'll tell you. What Hopper just asked, and he'll even crank one off for you. There you go. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure if you DM Stephen Javorski, that your computer will get a virus. <laughs> <laughs> suspicious activity. Suspicious activity. Let's go now to Lex Luger. He is with Jr. and he's got something to say. Here it is. Wrestling fans will have our television main event in just a few moments, but earlier you heard comments from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, an incensed individual. He wants no disqualification, U.S. champion, for your belt on July 23rd. You know, Jim Ross, the live ingredients that make me the premier wrestler in our sport today. Yes, I have the most athletic ability of any wrestler alive today. Yes, I have all the physical characteristics that it takes. But what makes me the greatest wrestler today, on top of all those, is intelligence. Ricky Steamboat, do you really feel that you are in a position to dictate the total package Lex Luger? You were a champion. I am the U.S. Heavyweight Champion. And do you have any clue? They may be able to dictate the NWA, the rankings, but I dictate how I defend this U.S. Heavyweight title. And in Baltimore, it will be a regular U.S. heavyweight title match. You dictate to me. That's as crazy, Jim Ross, as some little little midget bodybuilders I bump into all over the country telling me how to work out. 
or some guy out here in a nine to five job tell me which Rolex watch I should pick out at a jewelry store. Because you see, I am the total package. I am the greatest wrestler alive today. I am class that will never pass your U.S. heavyweight champion, the total package. All right, I thought he was meat and potatoes, but I wanted to play it because he's once again got that air of arrogance that I really love from Heel Luger during this time. Doc, your thoughts? Two things that I really liked. That's great, Ricky. You can do whatever you want. You were a champion. I am a champion. We ain't doing this no DQ bullshit. And then the nine to fivers. Come on, bro. I'm picking out Rolexes over here. Yeah. You know? With your Timex on. Man, I like this new look you're giving us. I can see where we're where the with the we're road tripping, dog. Jackson, Tennessee, dude. When this would come on, it would say New Orleans. You would look for my mama, mama. Like, yes, yeah, you go tell your father. Tell your father. I want y'all to see they're going to be in Lubbock, Texas, on this scroll that you're talking about here, Doc. Damn right. Uh, What's it saying? At What's... the fair. Hold on, hold on. That's what I'm saying. Fair Park Coliseum. That's where you can get the tickets. Lusky's Western Wear Dunlaps. That's I mean, the tickets. That? That's the place where you can buy the tickets. That's some local establishment oh, that the tickets are the at. Tickets. Okay. Yes. Because, like, watch the rest of them as uh, Doc buries the lead on the Luger promo. See, like, Ticketmaster and Ticketron. You can get it at Fort Worth, Cowtown Coliseum. Uh, ticket centers and ticket box office. They're going to be in Richmond on the 15th. On the 14th, they're going to be at the Mid-South Coliseum July 14th, and they're telling you where to get it. Look, here, here they're back in Texas. I'm sorry, Tennessee. Um, Jackson, Tennessee, Coliseum Sick. Civic Center. Sounds of Music, Elliot's Music, and the box office is where you can buy tickets. So that's what they're. That's what that I is, think, where you can get your tickets from. I think that Dunlops was a second venue where you could go, but whatever. Oh, okay. But, hey, man, I used to love watching these. I don't know why. This yeah. shit was almost as intoxicating I used to love it. PWI ratings, man. When you used to get close, it'll be like Atlanta. Be Jackson, Mississippi. I'm like, okay, Rumble's here. I'm excited. Look at that. This is the NWA we wrestle. We're coming to your town, motherfucker. No, Hopper's about to say something. Go ahead, Hopper. I know where you're going. Say that. Say what you're about to say. Like you would say it. Like for like you'll say like San Antonio, Houston, uh, you. Lake Charles, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, here comes on I-10. Lafayette. <laughs> and then New Orleans. Like, yes! That's exactly, I know, <laughs> I know exactly what he rolling, said. Shit's rolling yes. down the highway like a bad hurricane, bro. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking when he was going there. Because you would see it, or, or, or for Harper and I, if they saw like they were in Mississippi, and you're like, oh, they're getting close. And then you'd see it, they'd be like, New Orleans, Lakefront Arena, you'd be like, oh, sweet daddy. And then my mom would be like, no, you ain't going to that bullshit. That's exactly right. I didn't even get excited. I was like, I know really? better. Than, I know better than to even ask. I never missed a wrestling show. That's the one thing I always got. I went to one as a kid. No shit. That sucks, man. That one <laughs> when y'all went to the the uh, sportatorium, yeah, the Boy Scouts or whatever. In the middle of the uh, summer, and he sweated it, his balls off. In there. It was a my baseball team, and my parents are like, "I guess we're gonna go because I don't think that you need to be down there by yourself on a Friday night with your baseball team." 
<laughs> All right. Let's yeah. go. That sucks, man. Yeah, he, he you know. All right. Um, so Doc, any other thoughts on Luger? I know we started talking about the scroll. No, he was good. Was he on. was good. I didn't bury shit. That was a good promo. No, yeah. no, no. I, I didn't say it mean you buried him. I just like we moved on to the uh, scroll. Uh Hopper, anything else from Luger? I love this Luger. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 in a more natural state here, which is good because he can turn up the volume on his natural self. The other no, thing here, Silva now, told you that Doc, he was like Luger in '89 is going to be great. You didn't want to listen to him, though. No. You know, it's better yeah. than Sting and well, Sid. True. So here's the thing. So now we go to the Freebirds versus Randy Rose and Steve Casey, and you go, oh God. But Randy Rose and Steve Casey's a pretty good little jobber team here. Yeah. I mean, they Steve Casey is not off, built like a jobber. They And I think you can tell because they gave the match a lot of time, too. Like, they had a lot of time. This match was long for a 48, 45-minute episode. Why didn't they do something with Steve Casey? Yeah, he looks good. He kind of, he, he's... He looks like a Dollar Tree version of uh, Stan Lane almost. Kind of, it's he, he's got the body, but I, I don't he, think he, does, he, he looks like if Stan Lane and Buck Zumhoff had a kid. I, I'm not going there with Buck Zumhoff. Oh, Lord, that dude. I meant by appearance, not by deed. I, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, look, Randy Rose is resigned to, to enhancement talent after coming in hotter than six sons. Yeah, that's you know, sucks, back in huh? November, but now oh, he's my goodness. Yeah, Michael's he's just mm. fucked everybody in that room. Yeah, in his mind. <laughs> All right, Doc, what do you have? They went for a while. Um, you know, Garvin hits Rose with a DDT, and the Freebirds end up winning. But they had like eight or nine minutes here. They did the selection criteria at the beginning, and and I was even though I knew what was coming, I was like. Please be Gordy. Please be Gordy. Please be Gordy. Damn it. No, they're trying to establish Garvin and Hayes at this point. I know. As you can see, I don't have to point that out, but yes, you're right. Tell you what, we haven't talked about this. These fans, Cobb County, they're into this thing. That's right. The old school Southern fans. Yep. We're not in Michigan in front of 1,900 people. No. (laughs) Not in fucking Pierre fucking Illinois in front of 50 assholes with (laughs) them. With with, with 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 fucking Walter Payton jerseys on. Hi, <laughs> Doc. Any other thoughts on this match? I mean, it, it was fine. It just was. It, they went. I think they went too long, as because they're the you know, they're the champs. They went too long. With I had guys. I had nothing wrong with it. It's just I, I I'm always gonna have a problem watching Gordy on the outside and Jimmy Garvin on the inside. Sorry. Yes. Get used to it. <laughs> that That's sucks. Oh, I'm telling you, we started to see a few years ago in a top five when we said biggest, big, best big men, and Gordy was way up there on our list. One hundred percent. Every time I see, every time I go back as an adult and watch Cherry Gordy, I'm more impressed. He's a badass. That's for damn sure. All right. We keep going. We got the Danger Zone is back. And Terry Funk's going to be on it. So let's see what uh, he's got to say with Paul Lee. 
You know, when TBS said it was time to bring back the danger zone, Paulie dangerously called Wall Street. And they said, Paulie, if you want to do it right, bring on your hero, bring on your idol, bring out the greatest person that you happen to know. So they looked through the pages of USA Today and they said, okay, Jack Nicholson's coming on the danger zone, but no, because my guest is twice the celebrity that Nicholson could ever be. They said, okay, he's going to bring on a fellow New Yorker. He's going to bring on Mike Tyson. But no, because my guest is tougher, is rougher, and he will be like Tyson, the heavyweight. Molly, I want to talk to you as straight as I've ever talked to you. Are you people out there? My arms are not the biggest arms in the world. And I don't have the spring in my legs that I once had. Nor can I run a race as fast as I once could. But on the 23rd, I am going to be the new world's heavyweight champion. And do Flair doesn't have. Flair is gutless. He doesn't have a gut in his body. He is afraid of me. And that's why the beat of his heart beats faster and faster as each day comes closer to the 23rd. He says that I have tarnished his career. Well, let me tell you something. I am going to stain the mat cover in Boston a blood red, a blood red. I'm not only going to tarnish his career, I am going to end his career when he sticks his neck out one last time so holler we want flare 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 i want flare i want flare not them not you but me um, that wasn't my favorite funk promo. Doc, your thoughts? See, I kind of, it's not my favorite, but I loved it. And let me tell you why. He, first of all, he's out there with Paul Lee in 1989. Think about that. Think about the music they're going to make the next, you know, six, seven years. But when he, one, is down in the camera and you're looking up at the ceiling, that's not a normal wrestling shot. He's he's changed how, when he does that, it's a slight change in how that's shot, and it's just, he's unhinged. And then when he's got that camera in it in that position where he's looking down at the camera, and he's looking down and, and forcing things, 
he takes that opportunity because he's unhinged to say he's going to stain the mat red with blood. Well, that sounds ludicrous until you realize the last time he got his hands on Flair, he Paul drove him through a table, which is some shit we hadn't seen before. So I actually really liked this. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I think it was too bad. I guess I'm in the minority. Yeah, like what he, I mean, he uh, brings up the good points. He's like, I don't have the fucking biggest arms or the biggest, you know, spring in my step. But fuck, I don't need that shit. All right. I, and I thought Paul Lee was good bringing him out because he's like Jack Nicholson or Tyson. My guy's better. I'm bringing out. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then, and then Funk just walks out in the middle of it and cuts him off and just starts talking. So they go from that to this is not on the network. Um, I want Harper to see this. This is actually a I want to see the, it for the for the um, the wrestling hotline. That is Jack Victory, Secret Service Jack Victory. Ugh. As you're watching this now, keep in mind we're about to see Jack Victory in the New Zealand militia. That's why I'm pointing this out. Um, this isn't. This was an ad that they played for the wrestling hotline. Secret Service Jack Victory. Paul Lee is going to give out the number. It, it's amazing because they've been playing this actually for months. So this is nothing new. We're just seeing it now because this is not an episode on the network. But the point is, right after this match, when they're plugging this 1-900 number, you're going to see Jack Victory as Jacko Victory in the New Zealand militia. So anyway. Might be a good idea pointing to, that out. Might be a good idea to clean that up. Everything was airtight back then, brother. We took the business more serious back then. We did. We didn't talk about families. <laughs> call that uh, number. Yeah, call that number. You'll know what we're talking about if you're watching the video version on Patreon. By the way, for Patreon members out there, and um, whether it's uh, existing Patreon members or potential new ones, the week of Thanksgiving, uh, we are going to run a sale where you'll get two months free if you sign up for the annual option. So... Again, that's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Mark your calendars the week of Thanksgiving, which would be starting November 22nd through November 28th. It's going to be, you're going to get two months free if you sign up for the annual option on Patreon. That's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. That's for existing patrons if you want to go to annual, or if you're going to be a new patron, uh, you can sign up and get the subscription that way too. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And again, if you want to see the video versions of this, we post those as well. That's a benefit of being a Patreon member. Uh, we've also got a paper. Well, and that's going to get, that's going to get more important. We're off the network here. Yeah. Yep. The episodes we're 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 covering uh, going forward after this one are not on the network at all. So there's that. Oh shit! All right. I mean, I now I mean Harper and I bring these shows to life, so you can see it with your mind with our analysis. But if you really want to see it with your eyeballs, you might want to become a patron. Amen. Now Harper, did you say oh shit because of this tag team out here? Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. What, tell tell us what we're looking at here, Hopper. What the fuck? The same guy that we just saw in a different gimmick. Yeah, it's the same guy. He was a fucking secret, uh, a secret agent man, and now he's uh, fucking, you know, Crocodile fucking, Dundee. Right, Crocodile fucking Dundee. 
which don't makes another, no sense. Don't another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, okay. Whatever, bro. Whatever, bro, is right. <laughs> so I guess New you don't like Zealand? the fact that we've got uh, yeah. we've got him, we've got the New Zealand militia. No, I mean, there. it's... It's, it's a dollar store of fucking bushwhackers. I hear you, man. I'm. Not... I liked. I liked them when they were in the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Tournament early on. I mean, they weren't the New Zealand Militia, though. Yes, they yeah. were. Is that what they were called? I think so. I thought what they had it? a different name. No, we were. We were like, man, it's good to see them because we didn't see them anywhere else, and we were excited to see the Wild Bunch. Well, the Wild Bunch was something else. Right, but the both teams ran, and we were like, it's good to see both of them. You know, now you got me Googling this, so if you hear me typing, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Google my ass. I don't give a shit. Tournament. Because I don't remember them calling them that, but you know what? I mean, you know. It was 92, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, early. It was like the first, like, 10 episodes. I miss the sheep herders. You should. (laughs) Yeah, Not the bushwhackers. Yeah. Fuck right. that shit. I want some uh, guys that fucking stick that flagpole in your eye socket. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something else, man. That's nice. What, why would you think I would say something else, man? Stick I'm... that flagpole up, and I was like, oh, come on, Doc. I'm too classy what? for that. Yeah. I-, I can't find it. Um, I know well. you can't. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Smoky Mountain was just a dream. Yeah, it was. Uh, New Zealand militia, militia Jacko, not Jack, Jacko victory in Rip Morgan versus the Midnight Express here. JR is plugging the Great American Bash. He's plugging all the towns they're going to be in. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's good uh, that he's plugging all this. But um, I don't know, Doc. What do you have from this? These two. These. Two I had guys. a couple of notes. Corny comes out and he says something about the the midnights being tougher than walking down Harlem at midnight. That seems more problematic than riding through Ethiopia with a bucket of chicken. I mean, we weren't, I don't think nobody was, I don't know. Harlem at midnight. I'm going to tell you something as a white child in the eighties, Harlem seemed like the scariest place on earth. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's what's it's from watching movies. I mean, you ever seen Death Wish, Death Wish 3? See, that's what I pictured it. I, I pictured it to fucking look like <laughs> with, with just like there's spray paint on fucking everything and and dead beat up cars all parked down the street with their fucking rims missing. And then in the nineties it was Compton. Yeah. Hopper, as bad as New Orleans is, that's what you envision? What Harlem? Yeah. I mean you see the movies. It's what Hopper. the it's what the it's what the media narrative was. Mark. Yeah, I, I mean I I don't know. Nineteen ninety four New Orleans was the murder capital of the world, so I, I just I I don't I'm not Understanding, but y'all get But there's parts of the difference is is there's just enough New Orleans that makes you think that you can go down there and have a hurricane and and some seafood and see some see some titties 
and, yeah. and get out. There ain't no redeeming there. At least what we were presented, there's no redeeming features to Compton or Harlem. Let me give you some advice if you travel in New Orleans. Park in a very, very well-lit area. Don't park far from where you're going in the French Quarter. And don't stray as far as a half a block away from the French Quarter. That's Unless the you last be thing on you the said is fair advice. But, I, but I've walked around that area. And you just got lucky people. with your goofy white ass. Yeah. And I, and I'm White Lashley, so nobody's going to walk up on me and cause All right, and then stop trying to get yourself over. Let's go back to um, this match. Okay, so midnight... I thought I want more than anything else to get behind our our real New Zealand f- fella here. Because I think, he, yeah, I think he has a good look. He didn't have a good match here. He looked goofy and was off in a couple of spots. And it's like, man, and he's got his hair pulled back. So he's a wild and crazy New Zealand guy, but he thought enough to pull his hair back. That's stupid. Hopper, what'd you think? You just don't like the gimmick with these two. I know. Yeah, right. I think fucking Rip Morgan is a better wrestler to be put in a situation like this. But I mean, Jack Victory is just, I mean, what are you going to say? Uh, he I, I, is. He's a mid card dude at best. Yeah, I don't have a problem with victory at all. My, my, the, the, I, the issue is what Harper always hops on. No pun intended. Is it's the it's you lost the sheep herders. They go to be the bushwhackers, and I and as good as these two guys are, because I I don't have a problem with Jack Victory or Rip Morgan. As good as they are, they end up becoming. Like Harper says, and you say, Doc, Dollar Tree version of the sheep herders. And you they just didn't do them any favors this is putting this bookie. gimmick on. Yeah, it really is. It's it's like, oh, we lost two really good talents who are getting over now where they're at. We're gonna show I'm not saying they did this, but it's like, okay, well, we'll replace them, we'll show them. And it's like, you really didn't need to do that with these two. I mean Jack Victory's had crap thrown on him since he walked through the door, to be honest. And I'm yeah. not, that, that's why I'm not trying to blame. That's why I'm not blaming him. He walked into a situation with the Russian assassins that he didn't ask for because the freaking um, powers of pain left. So he ends up in that role, which kind of sucks because he's thrown into some bullshit there. Then he ends up Secret Service Jack Victory. He got screwed there because he ended up replacing Dennis Condry in that match with the Midnight. It, it just, again, he, that's not his fault. And now he's getting thrown into this crap as a member of the New Zealand militia to replace the sheep herders who are, it's just, he just got screwed. It, like, if you think about the, the sequence of events that happened with him from 88 to now, he's just getting thrown in all kind of crap. And it's like, I feel bad for him. And on top of that, like y'all said, now in this situation, Dollar Tree cheaper, it's just dumb. It don't, you know, I think and then, the Russian uh, assassin was probably the best one. And that was crap because they yeah. threw him into it. They just threw him into it. it they like beat, they, well, that was a reaction. They, so they were in the uh, Smoky Mountain Tag Team Tournament from March 12th to April 23rd in 92. Uh, Rip Morgan and Jack Vitry beat Johnny and Davey Rich. That's right. Were they the called the New Zealand tournament. Militia? It doesn't say that here, but it also doesn't say 
um, Wild Bunch for it just says Joel Deaton and Billy Black. Okay. I'm at the and those bastards they call them. and those big bastards lost in the first round of the Fantastics. Well, you knew why Corny did that. He told us. You remember? No. no. Well, the one he was gonna, you know, he was gonna do some good business with the Fantastics, which we remember the first six months. But the big thing was he knew. I think it was um, Joel Deaton at the time. He was like he knew he couldn't pay him what he was gonna make in Japan. So it was like, yeah, he brought him in, but it, it wasn't going to be sustainable for the long haul because you he know, couldn't afford to pay him what, what he was going to make in Japan. In that tournament, Joey Mags and Danny Davis beat Ivan and Vladimir Koloff in the first round. Wow. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Who, who was he supposed to be? It was his nephew, wasn't it? Vladimir? Yeah. 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 All I, I know so. is that they were having babies on the same day. God, we need to replay that promo one day on on this show and revisit it. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, uh, the Midnight Express win. Doc, any other thoughts on this uh, match? No, I mean, once again, this is a st- almost a baby step up from the Randy Rose, uh, um, Steve Casey, where where the Midnight Express get to beat somebody who's done a jobber and you know stretch out a little bit in the match. All right, so um, if there's nothing else, we're going to go to Ric Flair. Rick comes out to his theme music. Uh, let's, um, let's just go to that right now. Here it is. About the Great American Bash, Glory Day. Summertime. Oh, they're going to play the ad for, for, for the Great American Bash first. Oh, look at that. I forgot mm-hmm. this one here. I thought it was a commercial. Yeah, no, for no, no, home it's... entertainment, bro. Yeah, we got to do this bash soon, don't we? Uh, I told you that's we're gonna do that the Friday after Thanksgiving, I believe. I don't know. I like to get real drunk on Thanksgiving, so I don't know what time. Well, I mean, we can do it after the Cowboys lose. You want to do that on Thanksgiving that's Day? That's nice. Jesus They're gonna Christ. win. <laughs> Who are they playing this year, Doc? Uh, Washington. Eh, well, they could beat them. Me and yeah. Fritz can get it on on Thanksgiving. They might beat them, Doc. Yeah, they, Bro, I, I, I I gotta say, never mind. I ain't gonna say nothing. Say. I mean, they're in the same boat. Yeah, they're they're actually worse off than we are. Yeah, they can't even get a nickname. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, my man, my kid is like, what is this football team sense and nonsense? And I'm like, well, they had a bad word, you know, that was their their nickname. <laughs> and he goes, who let that happen? Crisscross. <laughs> This is the kid who taught us crisscross applesauce. Yeah, I, know, I was like, I was like, he goes, but how does who lets this happen? Wait, hold on, no. <laughs> before y'all go there, I want to revisit something. Before <laughs> he doesn't give us that, the school gives you that. No, no, I want to go go back to the time he was sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor, and you walked in and said, "Why are you sitting Indian style?" And he was like. What? I'm sitting crisscross applesauce. And you're like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, you got to realize something. I don't know what they're doing, and he doesn't know what I'm doing. That's okay. Indian style. <laughs> Dude. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> go ahead. There's a whole bunch of people I've heard in my life when you say something about Indian, and they go, dots or feathers. Yeah, I mean, people still say that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus 
Christ. And so let me just say this. Jesus, Doc. I didn't say I say that. I said there's a lot of people that still do that. Damn. And I'm going to tell you right now. In my mind, in my mind, the Raiders are still at Oakland. The Chargers are still in L.A. The Rams never, I mean, San Diego. The Rams never left L.A. Fucking Cardinals are back in St. Louis. <laughs> and so it's going to take a whole lot longer than seeing WFT on a screen for me to get that racist nonsense out of my head. Yeah. Do you know was... how long I said Baltimore Colts when they went I still to Minneapolis? Might. Yes. I still look at the Tennessee Titans and go, doesn't Dems the Houston Oilers? Yeah, no. Harper, what were you about to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. I remember Luke didn't know that the Cardinals were in St. Louis. <laughs> He's young. He, he ain't gonna know. He's like, what? I was like, they were in fucking St. Louis. They moved in like 88. They were called the Phoenix Cardinals. Then, then they're the fucking Arizona Cardinals. He was like, shut up, Harper. I gotta go yeah. left. Yeah. The Dude, I mean, just do the math in your head. What the hell is, would a cardinal be doing in freaking Arizona? What, what I don't the, know. I mean, what are it, the Jazz doing in Utah? That's 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 what, the point I'm trying to make. It's like, wait, what that are the Lakers sound right. doing in L.A.? Well, yeah. that's the point I'm trying to. We're not that old to remember the Minneapolis Lakers. That was before me, but I know what happened. Yeah, dude, I, I'm that's, with you, Hawk. That's why Flair was a Lakers fan. I don't remember who I was talking to one time. I was like, "Yeah, the St. Louis Cardinals, they, the football team. They weren't. They were in St. Louis, it, it, or in, and they were like, no, they weren't. So you mean to tell me there was a St. Louis Cardinals baseball team and football team? Yeah, that's exactly you, what you it was. Do it. When I was a kid, that shit meant two easy wins for the Cowboys every year. The problem oh. is they've been garbage since day one. So there's there's there is nothing to remember. About the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, well, but instead, maybe get off your YouTube conspiracy videos for one fucking second and go check out <laughs> some history in the, that's happened in the world prior to yeah. your dumbass existence. Well, Stop listening to fucking Joe Rogan. I think he's Jesus. And before look, he, our look, time. That, that, motherfucker, that motherfucker does like some elk meat, though. Yeah. Before our time, the Cardinals were also the Chicago Cardinals. That's, that's exactly right. true. And I know mm -hmm. that. I know that. I, uh, something Who else. Who was the first football team? The, oh, oh, Harper. I know it, and I'm going to. The Green Bay the, Fudge uh, Packers? It's in Wisconsin, isn't it? It's But they weren't called no. Green Bay. They weren't called. They were called. What were they called back then, Harper? I know what you're talking about, or am I wrong? No. Go ahead. The first ever football team was the Canton Bulldogs. And oh, that's okay, why, okay. That's why the Hall of Fame is in Canton, Ohio. So it's not a crime to know something that happened before you became the center of the universe by being born. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll keep moving because we got to get to Ric Flair before we get out of here tonight. Ric Flair is going to close out the show. He's got something to say. Uh, he says something at the very beginning of this. He says, this is the first time he came in the state of Georgia. I'm betting that's not Ric Flair's yeah. first time he came. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that noticed that. <laughs> so let's go to Flair now. Here it is. We're going to hear a little music first. Superstation TBS, and we are awaiting the arrival of the heavyweight champion of the world. 
and this crowd is ready for the Nature Bowl. It comes down the crowded aisle, remember, Sunday, July 23rd, 4.30 Eastern Time. Baby, it will all be on the line. They are live here tonight, and they are ready for the Nature Bowl. Well, Jim Ross, <laughs> I got to tell you from the bottom of my heart, this is the first time I ever came in the state of Georgia and heard somebody cheer for Rick Flair. Doc, you did catch that line at the beginning you said about uh, the first time he's came in Georgia. And what did you think? That's a fucking lie. <laughs> it would have been a lie if he said that's the first time he's come in Georgia today. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, first of all, let's don't expose the business, nature boy. But... <laughs> Is that the first time that we've not saying it's the first time it happened, but is that the first time we've seen him start dis, just disrobing and cutting promos? Well, no, I mean, he kissed the mannequin, the whole thing with precious and, but did he get naked with it? Uh, he didn't get naked, but I mean, he molested a mannequin. So, I mean, he kind of has gotten wild. That's before. nice. Well, he did. I mean, I'm not lying. But he is mm -hmm. kind of he's kind of amped. I mean, I know where you're getting at. Well, the crowd is jacked up. I mean, oh yeah, they're fucking I mean, eat this shit up. Yeah, and he's you know he's feeding off of that and being getting them more jacked up because that's his job. And I mean, babyface or heel, Rick. Subdued Rick, it doesn't pay the bills. I agree. You know, and you so, know what you could and so, say. And so now look at him. He's he's now 
there's not a lot of there's a fine line. But, I mean, he that's a heel or baby face promo depending on who he's facing. But you gonna tell me right now you don't want to see him and Terry Funk get it on? And you wouldn't pay good money to see it? Yeah, really, huh? Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen him like this. Well, what I was gonna say was this might be the first time you see him in that like uh, amped up role as a baby face. And this is more reminiscent of kind of what you saw of him as a babyface in the Monday Night War era. 96, yes. 97. Right. Yeah. yeah. Talking to uh, Eric Bischoff. But he was yeah. sort of, you know, he was just on the other side of being able to be physically imposing. He's still at the height of his powers here. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I, I loved Rick here. I thought he was fantastic. Really good stuff. I, I mean, I am looking forward to these two. Beating the piss out of each other because it's personal, yeah. and they're great at what they do. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, uh, or we rewatch it. Harper, anything from you on it? Anything I else? Mean, it, how long has it been since we've seen them do a, a fucking promo where he's all, all, you know, Rick flared up? Well, and that's why it means so much more. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just saw him last week for the first time. I uh, feel like press- in the in the 90s, in the in the war, it was either one of two things. In the late 90s, it was either get out there, Rick, because we need to pop a crowd or go out there and cut something on the NWO. But at the end of the night, you're still going to get fucked up anyway, because we're going to put the NWO over. Yeah, Th- this really is, man, he and Funk are back and forth. It's not one-sided. And let's see who can figure this thing out. This this is this is this is awesome flair. I mean, this is a precursor to 96, 97, 98 when he's uh running the ropes in his boxers and dropping an elbow on his suit jacket that he threw on the ground. Uh this is this is this is the like beginning of that even though it's many years earlier. But he's good here. He's he's amped up, fired up. He's ready to kill Funk. I mean, look, you got to you can't blame him. I mean, Funk dropped him on his head on a table. Mm-hmm. It's He's got yep. reason to be angry with him. He put him out for weeks on end. He cuts that uh press conference last week, but then he was at center stage for the first time too at the end of the episode. So he kind of cuts a little bit of promo there, but we see a, a much more amped up, I think, version of him here. And good stuff. And and honestly, they go off air like this, and that's the way to do it, in my opinion. Um, go off air hot, and they did so. So on that note, we need to rate it. We need to give out some Rolexes. Before we do so, I want to remind you, look, we are damn near at the holiday season where shopping is happening online. Please, hey, hey, hey. Harper, Harper. Why? Christmas tree's up at my house. Oh, fuck. Good Lord. What's wrong with you? What? I didn't do it. Harper's going to post that same picture he posts every year. No, shut up. (laughs) Kayfabe. All right. I won't say anything else, but the holiday season is upon us. Please. 
Use our Amazon Associates link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. A great way to support this show without spending anything extra. When you use that link, the show gets some support in its return. In, in, in return. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they use Amazon. And do like our friend JBL Objective said on Twitter. Take the link. Put it in the browser for your woman and make sure they use it when they're shopping on Amazon. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And remember, starting the week of Thanksgiving for a whole week, if you sign up on Patreon and choose the annual option at tinyurl.com slash BTT, you'll get two months free. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash BTT. Doc, we got to rate it. We got to Rolex it. Who are you giving you which which one you want to do first? I'll let you choose. Would we 45 minutes? Perfect yep. timing for an episode. We learned that for four years of doing Smoky Mountain. Um I'm gonna give it an A, man. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an A too. Hopper, what about you? Another A for the NWA. <laughs> I see what you did there. You see that? Russell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could have given it a B for T- TBS or a C for World Championship Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what we want to call this thing. Doc, go do your Rolex too while you're at it. I'm going to roll different than you, I think, on this. Uh, I, I really liked what Terry Funk did, and I'm giving it to Terry. Mm, okay. I am shocked. Um, yeah. I'm not going Terry. I'm going. I'm going Flair. Who are you giving yours to, Hopper? I'm giving it to Steamboat. Oh, that's a nice little. Yeah. Thing. Hey, where's uh Ron Simmons since he turned heel? Oh yeah, forgot about him. No Terry, Terry, uh, Teddy Long. No Eddie Gilbert. Um, did he get fired? Steve, um, Steve Williams. Well, yeah, but we saw him last week. Oh, okay. Mo- no Muda. Still got an A. That must mean the, 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 that the bench is deep. The bench is very deep, as we say every single week, which is why it is so amazing and schizophrenic. That Where's the Wharton? We've got just terrible stuff with Norman or- and the ding-dongs. But this is like, you know what this is like? The fucking Buccaneers Sunday night against the Saints. Where they got fucking Tom Brady and his supposedly top of line defense, but the but the assholes calling the shot were fucking dog shit. <laughs> and they got their asses kicked. Good analogy. That's not, yeah. It's really a good analogy. Hey, Harper, while we're talking football, um, and you gave out your Rolex and, and award uh, real quick before we close this show out. Uh, by the time this drops, uh, the LSU-Alabama game was supposed to have happened the previous Saturday. But as we know, as of us recording this, it's not. So um, I say LSU's, you know, they're using this virus to, Bro, to get out of, get out of an ass. Does care anymore about it, it's – I just don't care anymore. What are you talking about? About what? About college football. No, I, no, I'm gonna hang up and watch some some Mac. Action. Yeah, but the I, thing is, is some some teams already been playing for fucking two months, and, and someone just 
jumped on fucking two weeks. No, bro. You can't apply every other year standards to this one. You just got to enjoy no, what's in front of I you. I understand that. But the thing is, if they started fucking two months ago, why didn't you start fucking two months ago? Because we don't know what we're doing because we we never been here before. No, whatever, bro. <laughs> Percent. There's no excuses. Well, I'm just telling you, if you want to play that game on Saturday, y'all are gonna lose ninety nine to nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. I've game... got to the point where I'm just I'm just so what? Hopper, okay. if they would have played that game, Alabama might have won by ninety. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. It would have been a curb stone. Yeah. It, it, it would Whatever the fuck it was. Dude, Tiger Stadium would have been a murder scene. Well, y'all keep talking college football. Doc's got to go. We've been doing yeah, this too long. We got to get him. We do have to roll. Hey, so y'all, finish, y'all finish this one without me. Hey, I said this earlier. Um, I'm planning to do a... I may do a... Well, I'm not planning. I haven't decided yet. I may do a run-in on this this Friday live stream. And if I do, um, is it just another reason to become a patron? Okay. Goodbye, Doc. We'll talk to you. I later. know. <laughs> All right, Hopper. Uh, anything else from you before you and I now get out of here? Since Doc had to run because I'm sure Latrell was uh, causing problems in the background. No. All right, Hop. Well, do us a favor. Hit the tagline. Get us out of here, and so we can go home. Book it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>